Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw The Favorite, and you're hearing some new car sounds because we got a new car. What kind of car did we get, Jill? A Prius V. That's right. It's discontinued, so don't think you can get a brand new one anymore. Yeah, don't think it. All right, without further delay, (laughs) we will give The Favorite our score from 110 on the count of three. One, two, three. 8.5. 8.5. So Jill is a 6.5. How is an 8.5? I could easily imagine myself moving on this, but I think I need yeah, to talk about same it. Same with me. It, it's definitely one that requires some uh, uh, unpacking and yeah. some time to think. The ending in particular was a little bit um, yeah, confounding. I think that's that was part of my yeah. going down. Because I, I, I would never fault this film artistically speaking mm-hmm. it was wonderful to look at all of the wide angle yeah but the fabric and the sure, tapestry yeah. and the yeah. all the details it was really wonderful yeah I I've never seen a uh, not that it's a costume drama but I've never seen a, a kind of costume period movie shot like that before mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was as I was watching, I was like, why not? You know, I get why not a fisheye. Why not a lens that, like, distorts everything in the frame mm-hmm. to curve a bit? I get why not that. But why not at least use wide-angle lenses so you can show off the ceiling and the floor right, and all in the right. same shot? Because that's what you really... That's what really takes your breath away from spaces like that, is being able to take it all in at once instead of having to separate it into different shots that kind of amputate it. And so I, I just love that. I thought that was fantastic. All the choices of putting, like, the opulence next to the, like, gout and the rot and the dirt and the hmm. mud, and they did a great job with mm-hmm. that as well. And uh-huh. playing with masculine feminine, they did a ton of that. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, Rachel Weiss's character, she often was dressed, like, very masculine. Yes, in a, in, in a way that I don't even know if that was historically accurate. Probably not. <laughs> and there were lots of things in this movie that I don't think they were worried about sure. being historically accurate. Right. Which I didn't mind. I didn't feel... It felt very intentional when they um, made the choice to maybe steer away from accuracy, historic accuracy. Right. But yeah, let's let's just jump right into the ending. Okay. Rabbits. Yeah. They represent her unborn children, all 17 of them. And the dead one, yeah. Or some were born, but they didn't make it very Sure, long. I guess that, that's true. Um, at the end, uh, Emma Stone, in just a, a sort of a moment of callousness, um kind of uh, comes close to, to suffocating a rabbit by stepping on it. it with yeah. foot. Um, does the queen see her do that? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. And so she falls out of bed, like almost like she was going to say something to her, but then she just kind of falls out. And then she has her 
basically pleasure her, right? Right. Okay. Which was the custom in those days. No. And I think <laughs> her power, her, it's like her one power play. To have the queen do that, to have, make her do that? Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, she's almost powerless. Right. So what was Emma Stone realizing in that moment? Okay, so Emma Stone's character kind of... I kind of missed the story, but there was some sort of a um, thing with her father that she she kind of gets out of a situation by, by, I think, letting someone have sex with her. Did I hear that? Yeah, so right? her, her dad was a gambler. Okay. And he gambled her, her? away okay. to a fat German man. Okay. So, to me, it kind of is full circle. Did like, he die? Is that what happened to him? Oh, I don't know. But she got out of that situation somehow. But she it's kind of like I, I do what I need to do. You know, like right. I did that because I needed to. Right. Um, and is, is she kind of realizing that she's in the same... It's a little bit different, but is she in the same position? Yeah. Even it, though she's a lady right. now. I think you're right. She had, she's having to do the same thing, kind of. She's she's covered a lot of ground, but when she takes a step back, she's taken no more control over her uh, personhood, or she right. hasn't regained any humanity. In fact, she's she's uh, lost. She's a lot. she's destroyed lives, right. um, which puts her in a much darker place. Right. You know, her heart is much darker now, and I, I imagine that weighs on her. And I feel like that shot of the queen is one of the most powerful shots of yeah, her. Like she's standing full up straight. Yeah, I did get and that her sense. Head but I wasn't is lifted. Was, I wasn't sure if that was just me reading into it, but no, you're no, definitely right. No, I don't right. think so. Yeah. You know, and and she has her. You know, she's like holding the. Yeah. You know, Emma Stone's head like down. You know, it's very clearly like I'm in control. Subjugation. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you never see her like that the whole movie. It's kind right. of the one moment that you see her in a powerful. No. Yeah. Place. So I'm, I'm very glad that we... I know it seems out of order to talk about the ending first, but I think it was very important to get on the same page about what that ending meant. Okay. Because that was really helpful for me. Because um, I thought that the performances were just stellar in this movie. Yeah, they are. And Olivia Coleman in particular. Yeah. And uh, I love that it wasn't just... I think it could have been very easily in the hands of a worse performer. It could have felt tired to just have the queen being a clown in a kind of predictable silly way the whole time but she kept doing different things and I think that also helped like that ending work better um, yeah, even yeah. though I was a little slow to follow it exactly it, there's a distinct shift in her performance in that last shot even though half her face is drooping she can barely speak or stand barely stand yeah she has, yeah, she has this uh, stature, and it's it's great to see. When push comes to shove, she stills the queen. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that end like that after her making a fool of herself for the whole movie. Right. And and a, and she's a tragic fool as well. Like, she's, you know, she, there's kind of a sincere, vulnerable moment of her talking about losing all of her... Yeah, that was a very touching moment. ...children. And, you know, we've only seen her be kind of a fool up until that point and right. that we, we really feel for her and then we just see her being taken advantage of pretty much other than that right so, so yeah. I, I noted that that was like a brief glimpse into humanity were there any moments 
kind of like that that you also saw, or was that pretty much the only thing? I was trying to figure that out. Like, how many times could I count that there was people not just being Machiavellian? And I think Emma Stone's character had to get there. I think she started with a lot of humanity. Yeah. Um, and was kind of, you know, arguably forced to play the game just to keep her head above right. water and not get kicked out and have literally no prospects. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so for me it was a... <laughs> the whole movie was just playing with gender roles and, you know, a queen, a female being in power at the time, a time when men were usually in power so yeah. being a queen is really probably one of the few times that a woman was in power right and then having these women around the queen gaining power because they can be close to her in a way that men can't right but ultimately they're doing it for the different parties of men you know what I mean sure so in the way that they're behaving is our ways that we would criticize men for, you know, like right. um, using sex for power or, right. um, you know, threatening, being really macho with the guns and yeah. uh, all that stuff. I mean, it just feels very masculine, uh -huh. the way that the women were behaving, tr traditionally speaking. Sure. Um, and yeah, and having... I can't keep their, the actor's name straight, but having her, the one the, with the scar by the end. Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz. Um, wearing pants a lot and, uh, you know, always riding a horse. She's a very confident rider as an actress, by the way. Yeah. She's definitely the, the one, like, they weren't doing stunt, stunt performers for her. Right. So I, I, like, I was noticing, I was observing all of those things, mm -hmm. but I can't, I can't make up I can't make up my mind about any of it. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, why switch the roles? No, I, I just feel like it was lean. It was trying to point to something or trying to say something, mm. and I missed it. Other, I like, I was a, I was like seeing all the signs along the way, but I never. Right. Like, what is this movie saying? Mm. Is it as simple as when you see a woman doing all the Machiavellian? violent things that men traditionally do and it shocks you does that is that challenging to our being less shocked when men do it you know uh -huh. I don't know that's, that's a simple way of looking at it I guess and I also think that time is a time that's famous for men being very foppish and very feminine yeah without the makeup and mm -hmm. wigs and wigs and um, yeah all that stuff I mean I think historically looking back that's a time that men were very um, into appearance and mm -hmm. so that's part of it mm -hmm. if the men don't really have power and the women do and yeah the I'm trying to even think about that brothel scene where Rachel Weiss's character is um, you know looking like she might have no other choice but to do what this madame is telling her mm -hmm. um But I'm not sure. Yeah. 
I, I was trying to figure out what that what that scene might have been saying within that because we're, we're sort of getting a brief glimpse into not the royal um, affairs you right know? right like that's sort of the closest we get to the common people um, and actually in that situation yeah we're seeing the women you know like they're burying themselves to the men and, and they're assuming they're more traditional roles of being objects of uh-huh. sexual desire right like in those in that, those brief shots right um, so yeah I wonder what if that's what is the point of that scene I wonder what that means because it's almost like because then also the um, the the one guy who is trying to um, make Emma Stone betray the confidence of yeah Nicholas Holt's character yeah um, he he says like make friends like wisely or else you're gonna find yourself being like sleeping with a bunch of whores so it seems like that's kind of how they were comparing it. Like, either you're up here in this palace next to this queen, or you're a whore. I mean, it seemed like right. that was the comparison. That's really all we see. We don't see commoners, I guess, other than the servants within the household, yeah. other than the brothel. And yet, those two women were basically doing that for the queen. So were they any better than... Right, they were being horse horse you know? to the queen, yeah. But again, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the idea is that everyone's a whore. <laughs> right, yeah. The, the men or, you know, like her husband was just sold to her basically. Right. Um And, you know, before he was her husband, he was being used by Nicholas Holt's character to right. try and glean information. Everyone is using everyone. Yeah. I guess part of part of me doesn't enjoy movies that are so, so pessimistic. Uh-huh. So I was trying... I, I guess I was grabbing for something a bit more in... Um, but, yeah, it's it's a pretty grim... storyline yeah um, and grim themes and it doesn't get any better it ends on a even more grim note right so not that I need things to be cheery and sunny and tied up with a bow but I, I want more than just life is rotten and we're all rotting <laughs> and muddy and <laughs> I don't know. And even people that start out with humanity end up with none. You uh-huh. know, it, it it just seems like a very pessimistic <laughs> movie. I yeah. would love I would love someone to to point out something else to me that I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. Or or like pessimism is fine, but like for a reason. I wanna know like what's the reason? Other than just, like, the world stinks and we're all horrible humans. Yeah. But I'm hesitant, unlike other movies where I'm really critical, mm-hmm. I'm hesitant to be critical because it all was done so well. Yeah. So I, I feel more... 
that I I need I just missed something or somebody could curate this movie for me and I'd appreciate it suddenly. Right. Because I guess I trust that director to to take more care. But there was another epic dance scene. Yeah. He's I mean, wonderful at doing epic dance scenes. Was there a dance scene in The Lobster? Not that I can think of. There definitely was dancing, but I it wasn't like not like goofy, funny dancing like crazy dancing. in these two. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And the the uh Oh, here's another moment of, of humanity. When they were dancing together, the queen and the. Well, th- uh, that was that was fine. What I was, yeah, I guess, yeah. more Sorry, like a moment saying? of uh, vulnerability. I guess is what the the better word for it. Um, when that singer is singing the music, <laughs> which is a funny way to start a song. <laughs> right. But then Emma Stone is clearly moved by that. Uh huh. Um, and, and in a way that felt it felt like a. Kind of transcendent moment. I, I wasn't exactly sure what was mm-hmm. going on in her head. Maybe it was just sort of a, supposed to be a calm before the storm. Like she's in a state of bliss, and then here comes Rachel Weisz's character yeah, back to yeah. rip the rug from under her. So it seems like the the writing was at this stage. It seems like the writing was what we feel the we was the weakest in terms of deeper themes that yeah we can pull yeah. Because performances were amazing, the direction was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, cinematography. I know, loved watching it. Yeah, yeah, the actors all did so well. There yeah. was no weak actor. So yeah, it's it's a tough one to give a numerical score yeah. to. I'll go to I'll go to a seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> so generous, but I still just feel stumped with it. I'm gonna give it an aspirational nine. Wow. In the sense that I'm I'm going to be doing a lot of reading. Okay. And who knows what I'll find, but I imagine I'll find some things that we haven't managed to uncover in this conversation. All right. But whether I cop to this later or not, I will like God will know that I will have sunk in my score <laughs> if I if I can't find anything else compelling about this. I'm gonna check in with you every twenty four hours. Okay. So you can be honest with me. <laughs> All right. All right. We have to get a little warm car. Bye. Bye.